Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. You might hear it a few times today, but remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, helping wherever I can in a consultative manner, sharing stories, providing perspective, creating connections, some of my favorite things to do. Every single Friday, one of my other favorite things to do is offer what's left of my voice and my mind to a live weekly radio show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. We've been making some absolutely beautiful music all over the country here. Uh, Folks who have great stories to tell all over the place, love what we're doing. Speaking of beautiful music, I did have an opportunity this week to see some live music. My wife, some friends, and I, we went to go see Dave Matthews Band at PNC Bank Art Center, which is a venue where I grew up actually seeing a whole bunch of music way back when. Uh, Dave himself, during the, during the show, he said that uh, the art center reminds him of a cement spaceship, which resonated really well with me. I always thought the same thing. The ceiling over the pavilion kind of does look like a spaceship. A couple of quick milestones that I wanted to mention here before we get going today. Uh, Today would have been my grandfather's 100th birthday. He passed away 28 years ago, but he was one of the most influential people I've had in my life, especially when it came to telling stories. Most of you out there know that I love movies. To my cousins this morning, I quoted The Sandlot saying, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. So happy birthday to my poppy Mac, a legendary human being, and my personal hero. Finally, tomorrow is a milestone for me. It is one year since my first show here on talkradio.myc, and today's show happens to be number 50. I wanted to thank all of my special guests, all of my listeners, all the my fellow hosts, and the staff at the station, talkradio.myc, for taking the ride with me. Such a blast. Look forward to making many more episodes of fun happen with everyone together. In my travels, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel that freedom of the weekend descending. However, we're all so anxious to start the weekend. I'm right there with you. I am anxious too. The pearls of wisdom that we that we come across they're often overlooked they're forgotten they're swept under the rug and then we just start partying for the weekend because we feel so free well here on always friday we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity we discuss popular topics that are on the minds of smb leaders and their trusted advisors coincidentally my last name means free in german so remember not just to play on words here people there's a little bit of deeper meaning with me there always is uh I have shades on. I'm ready. I'm feeling the freedom. The weekend's almost here. We got show number 50. Let's do this thing. Today's show is Are Your Affairs in Order? As Mark Twain said, the only two certainties in life are death and taxes. Dealing with mortality is difficult, and that's why many people, they put off making a will or discussing more comprehensive estate planning. Whether you're nearing retirement or you've just started your career, and whether you're married or single, it's important to put some thought into this and have an effective estate plan in place for yourself, because ultimately, it's unfortunate, you are going to die. The idea is to ensure the orderly distribution of your estate, minimize the hardship on your loved ones. You don't want to put your estate plan together When an unexpected life event makes it a necessity, you want to be a little more proactive than that. In addition, the sooner you start, the less expensive the profit, the process tends to be, and the more clearly you can plan for any contingencies. In most instances, estate planning isn't something you want to do on your own. You want experienced and knowledgeable attorneys and advisor professionals to help protect your rights and achieve your objectives. The old saying, don't fail to plan or it'll be like planning to fail. Very, very true here. Have you guys ever heard the talk is cheap? Well, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here, as always, let's use the insight we receive on the business landscape. Take it, harness it, and let's create some more impact come Monday morning. There is far too often these days where business owners and and their colleagues, SMB leaders, they're focused on the project that's going, the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. One consistent thing that I see out there is products change every single day. Technologies, softwares, they change every day in every aspect of our lives, whether you're talking business or personal. No substitute for having the right people first and keeping a focus on the process that's going to help you achieve your goals. You do that, 
The right products will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a great show for you today. Our special guest, none other than Kimberly Fierro, attorney with the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. So Kim is a resident of the Voorhees office of the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm, which is also called TRIAL for short, because a lot of words there, uh, practicing estate and elder law matters. Prior to joining TRIAL, uh, Kim worked at with a central Jersey firm uh, in, at which she handled a variety of legal matters, including estate planning and litigation, guardianships, elder law matters, civil litigation, and landlord-tenancy matters. Kim began her career nearly 20 years ago as an attorney with Ocean Monmouth Legal Services, which is a nonprofit organization serving the residents of Monmouth and Ocean Counties in New Jersey, providing legal assistance to low-income and disabled persons with a broad variety of legal issues. Kim was quoted as saying, I believe that my experience handling a broad and diverse range of legal issues will continue to benefit our clients. When counseling clients in planning and managing their estate and elder law issues, including guardianships and Medicaid planning, these sensitive issues require that we have the utmost compassion to minimize risk and reduce the associated anxiety. So Kim is absolutely the best person I could think of to chat about this topic today. And as always, we're going to discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Fresh off of her Friday morning networking meeting, which is where I first met this wonderful woman. Kim, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here, my friend. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Very so excited. <laughs> I'm, th I'm thrilled to have you here. And although this is always a topic when you're trying to plan for everyone's ultimate demise, whether you're a business owner or just an individual, it, it can be a, 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 a rough topic with some people. But let's give it to everybody in a way that they can digest. But first, tell us a little bit about how you got where you are today. So I, I didn't uh, aspire to be an attorney from when I was a child. I think we all have those dreams when you're a child about what you want to do when you grow up. It was a decision I made late in life, but I did, uh, my career started about 20 years ago um, with Ocean Monmouth Legal Services, and I enjoyed that field of law, which we really didn't focus on one thing. I practiced in so many different areas, the focus was always on the client. They had special needs as low-income persons in our community, which often encompassed seniors and individuals with disabilities. And so making sure they had food on the table, making sure they had a roof over their head, making sure they were receiving their benefits was important. So we had to be not only lawyers, but we had to be uh, therapists and we had to think outside the box and we were, you know, we had to listen and we had to really attend to the needs of our clients. So I did that for many years, over 12 years. And we, I then transitioned to private practice at a firm in Freehold. And I actually, one of the partners, I met him through my time with legal services. I used to represent a lot of tenants in landlord tenant matters, and he was a landlord attorney. And he had asked me to come and work with him at his firm to do landlord tenant work because that's also a very specialized area that isn't uh, isn't a popular area of law, so to say. <laughs> so yes. he was happy to find somebody who actually knew how to do this work. And so I was working with them and that's where I actually learned some state planning and elder law and uh, really brought in my horizons and got experience in a lot of other areas. But I fell in love with estate planning and elder law, and I think that it fed my need, the need that I had when I was working with legal services, which was to use my law degree to really provide a good service to people and to help people. And I, I want to feel good about what I do, and, and I feel good when I help people, and they have a better life and can address their problems with the guidance of an experienced attorney. So I decided to really focus on estate planning and elder law. And uh, I was lucky enough to find Tim. He was looking to hire at the time that I was really kind of looking to make a change. And we just hit it off. Our personalities meshed really well. He's very experienced. So I can learn from him and he even learns from me because I have experiences in areas that 
aren't an area of expertise for him and vice versa. So we've been working together for two years and it's been great. And I'm really excited to be able to bring my knowledge and my dedication to the trail family. And your, and your passion and energy when you talk about estate and elder law planning is, you know, doesn't always come with, you know, necessarily a whole bunch of veracity and excitement, but you bring it to the table, man. And I love it. So, you know, something that everybody has to deal with, it's again, Mark Twain said it like death and taxes two two guarantees in life. So, you know, it's one thing for everyone as individuals, yes, to be conscious of it, but a lot of individual people out there are also small, medium-sized business owners. And very often, the small, medium-sized business that they've formed, cultivated, and grown over the years, that is considered to be their life. So talk to us a little bit just about just that idea of when someone's not only a person, but they're also a person that's responsible for other people as a business owner, you know, like... Some some thoughts around that. It's something that people definitely need to plan for. Absolutely. It. I really think sometimes that individuals, they put things off for themselves. They don't think about themselves. I'll get to that tomorrow. I'll get to that next week. I'll get to that next year. We all do it. We're all guilty of that. But when you're a business owner, it's a whole nother layer that you have to consider because not only do you have to, not only is it important for everyone to have an estate plan, so that way when the time does come, when you pass away, you know that your family will be provided for in the manner that you set those terms. You know what's going to happen. But when you are a business owner, if you don't have a sound estate plan, the first question is going to be, well, what happens to your business? What happens if you're not here? We hate to talk about the, if I got hit by a bus tomorrow scenario, but we joke about it, but it's true. You have to think about that. If you are a a small to medium-sized business owner and something happens to you tomorrow, what happens to that business? If you don't have a plan in place, what's gonna happen to your employees? What's gonna happen to your clients or customers? You need to think beyond even just yourself. Planning for yourself is important and everyone should, but then take that next step as a small, medium-sized business owner and make sure you have a sound plan in place for your business. Yeah. It's, we always want to wait till tomorrow, even, even business owners too. A lot of times they get wrapped up in operating the business and pursuing their passion and subject matter expertise where it's like, yeah, I know I need to do that, but I'll, I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'll figure it out next week. It's the last thing you want to do with the type of discussion we're going to have here today is wait until there's an unexpected event that kind of creeps up on you and forces you to start making decisions. Because most of the time when individuals or business owners are put in a position where they're forced to make a decision, a lot of times they might not necessarily make the one that's ultimately best for them and best for their loved ones. So we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with Kim Fierro, attorney at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me. It's Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. But it's not just me. It's my good friend, Kim Fierro, attorney with the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm, joining me today. We're talking about getting your affairs in order. And just to talk a little bit you know, from my perspective real quick, Kim, just uh, I, I like to sit out by the fire pit in my yard and give a quick perspective on, on the story of the day here. You, you know I have financial and insurance licensing. And similar to attorneys, you always need to take continuing education classes to stay current with everything out there, which is one of many reasons why you want to work with professionals when it comes to estate planning, because you know you do it yourself, you don't really have the perspective that they have, and things might have changed in the last couple of years. But recently, I had to get some continuing education credits for my licenses, and my choice, of course, to take was Fundamentals of Estate Planning. And a big realization I came to is, yeah, this is for financial advisors. This is for insurance professionals. This is for for accountants. This is for lawyers. But really, it's relevant to everyone. Everyone needs to have some understanding of what's going on here. Now, nowadays, like that, when when you say everyone needs to have an understanding of it, that kind of preempts everybody. They they start going to to the internet to go look up all these details about wills and estate plans and all of that. And you can download a template for all of these things, but everyone is different. You as an individual, you as a small, medium sized business owner and leader are different. So if you're taking something off the shelf, it's probably not going to be the best thing custom tailored for your particular solution. So it absolutely behooves you to consult with trusted advisors on these topics, folks who went to school, achieved licenses, were awarded designations, and who continue to improve their knowledge base. People like Kim. These are the best people to help you and and for your business to plan for the inevitable. So Kim, This is the method part of our program here. The method's the science part. We talk about what do you do, how do you do it, and how do you go to market for it, which I know you're a big networker because that's how I met you. But, you know, lay lay it on us. Tell us a little bit about the method behind the madness. So, Steve, it's just to echo what you said, it is really important as far as people do should educate themselves, but you do need to speak to somebody with expertise in regard to these issues, because there's so much information out there that it's really easy to get uh, misled by the information. Uh, So our law degree, my law degree didn't prepare me for where I am today. Your law degree gives you the basics and it gives you a different way of thinking, a different type of analytical brain that I think you need when becoming an attorney. So as you develop in your career, uh, a lot of the skills that I bring to the table is just from years of dealing with different types of clients, handling different types of matters. It really gives you the ability to kind of um, focus on a lot of different things. And part of it, the biggest part uh, for me in doing estate planning is listening to the client and understanding what their family situation is whether or not they have a business, whether or not they have children, whether or not they have grandchildren, looking at all of their assets. There's so many different layers to analyze that simply pulling a will off the internet is not gonna get you to that level. And that's what we specialize in at Trio. We listen, we analyze, and then we apply to solving the problem and creating the best estate plan for each individual client. And as you can see, every person is different. Every family situation is different. Every dynamic is different. So every plan is going to be custom tailored to each individual client to meet their needs. Uh, so yeah, yeah and, then, and then it's a matter of then executing the documents based on what we decide as far as moving forward. And every decision that I make, I I make recommendations. The client has to be on board. If they don't want to do it, we'll talk about it. I can agree, disagree. They may change their mind after we've discussed it, but you want to do what's best for the client. You want to meet their expectations and then make sure that you execute the documents properly. So let's talk about that for a second, executing documents properly, because a lot of people just think that 
that's what estate and elder law planning is all about is, oh, do I have a will yet? No, let me get a will in place. I have the will now. I have the finished product. Again, people are very product focused, especially in this country, and they tend to forget about people in process. I look at it as the will is evidence that some discussion about your affairs took place, whether you did it on your own or you did it with a trusted professional and went through the appropriate process to to craft the will and the estate plan is really where a lot more of the meat of the conversation happens. So talk to us a little bit, because there's got there's definitely people out there who are like, ah, I, I haven't had my will reviewed in a while, or I don't even have a will yet, and I'm 50 years old, or whatever the story might be. You know, they're after that product, but you know, talk a little bit about really like getting people engaged in the process and something that is iterative, something that's ever evolving, because there might be changes, right? Well, our lives are always changing and it's having a will is not a one and done thing. Uh, it scares me so many times that I see people coming in with wills that are 30 and 40 years old. Um, your, your estate plan should be reviewed and updated every seven to 10 years at the most, uh, assuming that nothing, there's no life-changing event that happens before that. Uh, so, you know, deaths, births, <laughs> divorce, yep. uh, changes in um, assets and income all can affect your estate plan and how we uh, address those issues in the estate plan. So it is ever, as you said, is ever changing and is ever evolving. We are ever changing. We are always evolving. And so you need to keep that plan developing and changing and morphing as your life goes on. So that way, it's always ready to go in the event that it's needed. Yeah, it's uh, I think of it <laughs> like so pun intended, no pun intended, but as a living, breathing document. You know, you're talking about something in preparation for death, but it's a living, breathing document. And a lot of people think when they've whether they downloaded a template or they talked to somebody for as little time as possible so they don't pay too much in an hourly fee or whatever the hell it is. You know, after they sign off and they autograph the, the documents, they're like, OK, I have my will and my estate plan. And you know, while some of that might be true, the whole concept of it being a living, breathing document and in the in process world, it's kind of an iterative process where the only constant out there is change. So what your will and estate plan looks like today compared to what it might look like two, three years from now, it might be there might be some major changes. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's always important to let's not let's not create the documents and then throw them in a drawer or a safety deposit box and then never look at them again. It's always important to keep those handy, available, and every couple of years take a look. Even something as simple as relationships changing. And yes. I'm not even talking about spouses. I'm talking about I have people that have appointed uh, friends uh, and other family members as executors or as trustees. And then they look at, they come into me and they go, Oh, I haven't looked at these in a while. They brush the dust off and they go, yeah. and we look at them. Oh, I don't even talk to that person anymore. Oh, I haven't seen that person in 10 years. And then that person would potentially be responsible for handling your estate after your death. And you haven't had a relationship with that individual in seven years. It's, it's very simple things, but can really have I don't want to say catastrophic effect, but it's, it can certainly make things difficult for your family to deal with after you've passed away. And that's what you have to think of. That if this is not in place, there could be a result that I don't want for my family to have to deal with after I'm gone. It's hard enough dealing with someone's passing and their loss. It's another thing to have to deal with litigation, having to go to court, doing this, doing that, and everything being a mess on top of it. it. It's not something that I don't think anybody wants to have their family have to deal with. And that's the point of, of preparing a sound estate plan is to make that tradition, that transition smooth for your family to have to deal with. Aside from the personal and, and business relationships, there is a cause and effect relationship with with all of this too. And while it might not be something that's that's crazy drastic or catastrophic there might be a significant change like in the next couple of years and you, you made a great point there you know it's almost a you know prelude to the to the madness segment that we're going to talk about as far as stories in the field 
But, you know, just the idea that this is not a one and done type of thing is an important discussion because method wise and and what you do and how you do it. A lot of times I feel like people look at it that way as, oh, I got to get this done and make sure that it's done and in the books like, yeah, you do. You also need to make sure that it's revisited once in a while. And that's why, you know, when I saw on your website the idea of when was the last time that you guys had your will reviewed, you know, it's an important concept. And then the other question right after that that started to get into my head was, wait a minute, do you even have a will? And that starts to borderline on the madness discussion because I'm sure you see some of that out there too, as people who have lived for a long time, people who have business ventures, people have people who depend on them, they, they don't have a will yet. So... Is that like as far as the process of going to market with making wills and estate plans and all of that, that is that is the first step, right? Is let's talk about what happens should should anything unforeseen happen to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And I start my discussion with small and medium sized business owners. I, I start my discussion with that. What you have you've worked so hard to build this business and you have employees, you provide services. If that couldn't happen, is that what you want? You, do you want your business to continue? Is that part of the plan? Maybe that's not part of the plan. Maybe it's a matter of how do you sell the business? Do you sell your book of business? Where do your clients and customers go if you're no longer there? These are things that really need to be worked out. Do you have business partners? Is there a succession plan in place? Do you have an operating agreement with your business partners that need to be that I need to keep in mind when I'm creating a business plan? So uh, some people have their business in trust and the, the trust has certain uh, uh, criteria with respect right. to how that runs. So there's so many moving parts that we have to keep in mind when we're trying to create a sound plan for somebody that it's really important that the client uh, give us all of the information and so we can sort of take it all in and and prepare the best plan for them and for their business. Yep, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times in the last 20 years as an SMB guy, I've heard that my business is my baby. Mm-hmm. And it, it ties right back to the idea on your website, will your children be provided for in the event something happens? That affects people personally if they have children. That affects people who are business owners if they have their baby business. What happens to that? It creates a whole bunch of other moving parts. So we know that there's plenty of stories and plenty of madness around this topic, and we're very excited to hear about it. But we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Kim Fierro, attorney at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. Stay with us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast? a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space. I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with my friend, Kimberly Fierro, attorney at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. And I just learned that Kim is actually going to be on vacation for a couple weeks in the Great Smoky Mountains on vacation starting next Friday for two weeks. So she should absolutely check out Joseph Franklin McElroy and his guests on Gateway to the Smokies. I'm sure you, you might be able to, if you go through the archives, Kim, you might pick up some good hotspots you need to check out while you're out there. But uh, getting into the madness side of things, Kim, this is the madness part of our show. Artistic observational view, stories you have from the field, no subject too taboo. Obviously, we don't want you to compromise client confidentiality, especially in your types of circles. But uh, I'm sure you have no shortage of madness to to share with us you know we were talking about you know just now the the concept a you know, very simple one of starting out of what happens if you get hit by a bus tomorrow and the idea of will your children be provided for in the event something happens also tied to the idea of some business owners consider their business to be their baby so lay it on us we've heard a little bit about the method give us some of the madness what have you seen out there as of late there's so much madness. I don't even know where to begin, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to just focus on this one thing first and then maybe I could squeeze in another story. The honestly, a lot of time we do receive phone calls from someone, my mom is this age, she's in the hospital, she doesn't have a power of attorney, she doesn't have a medical directive, she doesn't have a will. We're not sure if she's going to live. I, we we literally get those calls that we need somebody to come in here. Tim and I both have had to run to hospitals to meet with clients who are feeling like, I don't know what's gonna happen with my health and I'm scared and I think I need to do an estate plan. I don't like having to prepare necessarily. I don't enjoy having to prepare documents for someone under those circumstances. and. There is a lot of things that you have to consider because somebody needs to be able to communicate, articulate. They, there can't be any question of competency or any type of um, you know, question that they are, aren't clear of mind at the time that they're executing these documents. So I do always have to assess the client to make sure that they are able to clearly articulate what it is they want. But you don't want to be in that position where something happens to you, whether you get ill unexpectedly and it's devastating or an accident that's devastating. You don't want to have to be in that position where you're in a hospital bed in a hospital worrying about creating an estate plan to protect your family. So those, those are really some of the uh, crazy situations that we find ourselves in, so more of emer emergency situations that we find ourselves trying to help clients and their families sort of under the gun, under those scenarios, in, in, in that situation. And, and no one wants to be in that, in that spot. But we also, as lawyers, I do more than estate planning. We handle a lot of other types of legal matters, such as guardianships and Medicaid applications, and there's a large umbrella of topics that fall in the estate planning and elder law world. And I always really just try to, lawyers have a bad rap. So let me say that, lawyers have a bad rap. There's a reason why there's a book of lawyer jokes and it's usually about lawyers being unethical. <laughs> and, and I always wanted to be different. I wanted to change the way people think about attorneys. And I think we do that at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm because we care and we listen and we're sensitive and we have ethics and morals. And we are, we're not gonna try to upsell a client to do a trust if they don't need it. We're gonna, we're gonna do what needs to be done to accomplish their goals and, and what we feel would best serve their families. So 
doing that in that you do sometimes face ethical issues that you have to deal with you know, a client who's being unethical or uh, I, I just recently had a call the ethics hotline because I had concern about something that my client was doing and I needed to know what my obligations were with respect to my client, but also as far as, as, as an ethical obligation to do what needed to be done. So it's, uh, you know, we, we, we throw around a lot of things and there's so many plates spinning in the air, but we always just have to make sure that we are providing the highest level of quality service for our clients. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so to and I I would agree. Lawyers do get a bad rap, and there are ones who are more human and begin with the people first. And you know, obviously, it's a big genesis of my show, so I applaud you for that. Um, you know, will will your children be provided for if something happens to you? I I know that you have a virtual presentation that's coming up in November, talking about. Uh, estate planning for for those with children and family members who have special needs. And I, I have a lot of friends and colleagues out there that work in the special needs space in a bunch of different you know uh, disciplines. But you know, talk to us a little bit about that. What's going to be covered there, and and uh, what, what what are you looking to educate everybody on? The some of the basics is that people can understand what's the difference between conservatorship, guardianship, power of attorney. We've heard a lot in the news recently about Britney Spears and her issues. Um, every state is different as far as their laws. So I certainly, I would assume that that's out in California, probably where she, where the, the, where that was enacted. So focusing on what's happening in New Jersey and educating people on options. And most important, if you, if you have a loved one who has a disability or special needs, it's important to understand that if they're receiving any state or federal benefits, getting and receiving an inheritance, an outright inheritance could potentially affect those benefits because a lot of those benefits are income and asset dependent. So making a plan and preparing and keeping that in mind to protect the benefits of your loved one is really important. So we are gonna talk about some basic estate planning techniques that are available as well as just giving general education to uh, per, to those individuals themselves about you know what's the difference between power of attorney, conservatorship, guardianship. When do I need one over the other? And just giving them so many options because there are really a lot of options available to those individuals and their families. So just trying to provide as much information as we can to them. That's great. Definitely heard a bunch about the conservatorship Britney Spears thing in the news. Another thing that I've seen, not only news and discussion wise, but also here on talkradio.myc on one of our newer shows, Professional Animal Lovers Network, uh, Professional Animal Lovers Show, uh, Pals for short, that's uh, put on by Valerie and Tommy D from Philanthropy and Focus. Yeah, talking about pet trusts. And I know it's something that you've even talked about in some of our circles together, where it's on the minds of people out there, people who might not necessarily have have children, but they have pets and they consider their pets to be their children. I know you have Bandit. You consider him to be your child and you know, pro providing for them or be bequeathing things to them, whatever it is. But talk to us a little bit about that. That's got to have some interesting discussion around it. It's really interesting. And, and we just recently prepared a pet trust for someone that had, you know, very, horses are very expensive. Uh, they're mm -hmm. very expensive to take care of and, uh, and uh, make sure that their veterinary needs. So there's so many horse farms, not far from where I live. So I see that all the time. Uh, it's a pet trust is really important. And I, sometimes we don't think about them because I, I always grew up with dogs. Um, I know you have the, the great Samson, right? And so we, we grew up with dogs and you usually outlive your pet in those instances, but sometimes that's not the case. And mo recently I dealt with, I had a friend that I worked with that her neighbor with older man passed away kind of unexpectedly. He had a seven-year-old dog and he had one child and she couldn't take the dog. And now this dog that was actually a rescue had to go back to a shelter after being with the owner for so long because there was no one to take this animal. So it is important to keep our pets in mind when we are preparing a state plan 
especially for those people who have animals that could live many, many years. I mean, uh, different types of birds can outlive us. And so we need to take in, into consideration what happens to that animal and setting aside money for them to take care of them for vet bills, for food, whatever it is, and make a plan for them. It's really important. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited that we can provide that service to individuals who have pets as well and prepare and provide for our fur babies who we love so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something that I've definitely heard being mentioned more and more over the course of time, but it, it kind of goes back to, remember, I took fundamentals of estate planning because I have insurance licenses as you know, for continuing education purposes. But you also talk about things like pet insurance, like pet insurance is something that's grown like crazy in the last decade for for pets even i have pet insurance for for my dog nowadays too it's like but you take into account how how real members of our lives are that you know they are especially for folks that don't have children what happens when something happens to you you know you have to you know be able to provide for them care for them and there's it's crazy like there's there's other lines of business being cultivated out of it again you you have that interesting position that i love talking about where you're not only part of a small medium-sized business at at trio at the firm but you also can help small medium-sized business owners and leaders with some of their planning for in case something happens to them what happens to the rest of their business what happens to their their people what happens to their baby so you know this is again it's not the most exciting of discussions sometimes like but it's something that affects everybody nobody likes to talk about their ultimate demise but it's like you says on your website end of life decisions are not easy but you're here to help and it's something that it starts with knowing the right people so you know give give us a little something real quick just on you know nowadays getting together with folks has been a little challenging it's you know we're coming out of in some ways out of covid issues and in some ways we might be going right back into it depending on what time of day you watch the news but you know talk to us a little bit about maybe some things that might be a little different that people are asking you to do because as a result maybe of the covid pandemic is little any other requests that kind of revolve around what we've been dealing with i think that the covid pandemic really has just sort of made people realize that anything can happen at any time. I've heard, I've been very lucky and blessed that no, none of my family or friends have been, were very, very adversely affected by COVID. I've had a few friends or family that, that got COVID, but they were just, it wasn't anything life-threatening. I think we've all heard the stories about somebody who just got sick and passed away. And it threw their family into complete uh, turmoil. So if anything, I, I'm hoping that the pandemic will make people realize that unsuspecting things can happen uh, at times we don't expect. And so there is never a good time to do this. So just do it. Let's get together. Let's do it. And we're here to help you through the process. And you know, let's get something good in place for you. Yep. Yeah, if you talk to most people a couple of years back, they would have probably never put pandemic where we would have been cooped up for a while on the list of things they thought they'd be experiencing over the next couple of years. But here we are. And there have been people who have perished as a result. And some of them may not have had things in order. So got to get your affairs in order. We will take a quick break, but we're going to be right back with Kim Fierro, attorney at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. Stay with us, everybody. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? 
Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are joined today by Kimberly Fierro, attorney at the Timothy Rice Estate and Elder Law Firm. Great conversation thus far. Uh, if you guys like small, medium-sized business-related conversations, entrepreneurial discussions, stay with talkradio.myc for the 12 o'clock show, uh, The Entrepreneurial Web with Jeremiah Fox. Bound to get some great pearls of wisdom from Jeremiah and his special guests. But back to... What we're talking about here with Kim, we're going to bring things home with Kim and get into the messaging part of today's show. The idea here is from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact. And Kim, you gave us pearls of wisdom just now. You know, don't push this off. It's a kind of a simple one here. Don't say you'll do it tomorrow. Don't say you'll do it next week. It's something that today, while you're thinking about it, if it's not done, it is the best time to do it. And Having the right representation can make an absolutely huge difference. Can you find information on this by yourself online? Yes. But have a trusted professional walk you through the wilderness of trust estates, elder law planning, et cetera. So, Kim, as we're wrapping things up here today, uh, give everybody a little bit of message. Give everybody some sound bites of what they could take away over the weekend. Really make it resonate because I know there are people out there who have not done this yet that need to do it urgently. So lay it on them. Tell them what they need to remember so they can hit Monday running and make sure they have something, a plan for this. So I just want to say that I think I pride myself and I know Tim does as well in making ourselves, making people feel comfortable to talk with us about these things. It's really personal and I know it's hard to talk to a stranger about these things, but it's so important and we will make you feel comfortable. We've also, especially with the pandemic, we have been working really hard to accommodate people if they did not want to come to the office or if they want me to go to them. We've been making ourselves so accessible to our clients to make them feel comfortable with sitting down and having this discussion. Don't wait because I have seen horror stories of people who had a terrible estate plan and I've done plenty of estate litigation to tell you that it can get messy when you have family that are suing each other over someone's estate and thousands of dollars will be spent on litigation if you don't have a sound estate plan. So it's, it's, I'd be more than happy without breaching client confidentiality. I'd be more than happy to share those stories. And I have shared those stories with some of my clients who are reluctant to do certain things. And I really, I think it hits home how much of a mess it could be for your family if you don't get up, get out there and get that estate plan ready to go. And we're here to help. Yeah, it's, it's something where, you know, the longer you live, the more complex your travels have been, the more life experiences you've had, the more assets, in theory, hopefully you've acquired. But all of that, you need to take all of it into account, into account. And the sooner you have counsel from a trusted professional like him, like Tim, you know, from the firm here, the more you can you can continually keep it an iterative process too. And that's something that we talked about during the show here today. This isn't just a one and done type of scenario. You got to start it. You got to revisit it. You got to make sure that the way it w was written five, 10 years ago still mirrors the way that you're doing things. There are folks that I've seen in business at the same location with the same professions, the same offering for 30 years. There are other people with even similar skill sets that have started and sold and, and whatever, different business, like 10 different businesses in that same period of time. So 
there's it's a constant the only constant out there is change so important to get it going first and foremost we all have that ultimate demise looming over our heads at some point but also important to just get it started and partner up with somebody who's a trusted professional to keep it an iterative process the only constant is change things are going to change very likely after even after you make something like this happen you're going to need to update it with the applicable changes so Kim, uh, so great to have you here today. I, I know that you offered out, out there to throw out some a little bit of a discount to folks who hadn't yet done an estate plan yet. You want to talk to listeners a little bit about that before we bring things to a close? Yeah, absolutely. So if anyone calls the office uh, looking to schedule an appointment with myself or even Mr. Rice, if you mention that you heard me on Steve's show, then we're going to give you a 10% discount on your estate planning package, whatever it is that we prepare for you. So yes, we would like to offer that incentive to your listeners, Steve. Absolutely appreciate that. I'm sure everyone out there appreciates that. I have Kim's contact information. If you guys need to get in touch with me and with Kim, you can always text SMBGUY or SMB guy to 21,000. You'll get my digital card and my information and I'll get your information. We'll get you Kim's contact uh, as soon as we possibly can. It's again, not something to wait on. You can always wait till next week, next month, next year, but Unexpected things happen. I've had them happen. You've had them happen. So it's it's a position, position you don't want to be in as it relates to the ultimate demise. You want to make sure that you have some type of plan. So before we let you go, Kim, you know what we have to do. We have to revisit the answers to my favorite three questions. So who is your Very favorite? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for you. So who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So Kim's favorite TV show character, she mentioned, I don't know if you guys are H. John Benjamin fans, but Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. So Linda Belcher is a happy-go-lucky and supportive wife of Bob and the mother of their three crazy kids, Tina, Jean, and Louise. She is also referred to herself as a pre-middle-aged mother. So her, her hair is flipped. If you guys have seen the show, her hair is, uh, is black straight with flip curls at the ends, peeking out at each side, as opposed to Kim and both my kids that have curls absolutely everywhere. Kim, I have to say, it's typically hard for me to put uh, my guest faces onto cartoon characters, although I am a huge cartoon and Muppets fan and all of that. But uh, this actually worked out pretty well. I could totally tell that that's you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you picked the most appropriate scenes, too. Dancing, <laughs> Vino, you know. Yeah, get it, girl. That's me all the way. <laughs> yep. And uh, some of you guys you know, might not know this out there, but the voice of uh, the, the the voice of Linda on the show is actually a man like putting on a, putting on a, a woman's voice. And it's funny because when I when I when I first met Kim in the in the networking group, it's uh, Kim's pretty much the the only lady in a group full of all gentlemen folk who are in there. And she holds her own better than any of those guys can. So it's oh, right there. I try. It's, it's a task, but I try. <laughs> you executed very, very well. So, yeah, so I love Linda because she has she has this innocence about her. She's she has the biggest heart and she always means well. Sometimes she says really some crazy stuff, but you, she's just such a loving, fun, funny character that I just, I couldn't help myself. I love Linda. <laughs> love the answer. That's a good one. So favorite movie is The Matrix. This is an answer I've gotten a whole bunch of times. Couldn't help wow. but put your face on Trinity's body. There you go. Uh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> So the Matrix, beautiful stranger, leads computer hacker Neo into the forbidding underworld. Neo discovers a shocking truth, which lawyers are always good at bringing out some shocking truth, right? The life he knows is the elaborate deception of an evil, evil cyber intelligence. So, you know, again, there's a bad stigma out there of lawyers. You guys can really rest assured that Kim and Tim and their team at, at, at Triel they are heart-centered leaders. They are folks who are people-centric, looking at the people's needs first, learning about them, and taking action based on how they learn about each individual's and each business's needs. Again, not the type of thing you could just take off of a shelf or download a template for. You need to be able to customize it. So, I, Kim, like, I don't know if you know this, but I do like to join the guest on, on screen wherever I can. So there's, there's me and you, Neo and Trinity. Perfect. Uh, as far as the musical instrument goes, have not gotten this answer yet. This is a very interesting one. Kim's favorite instrument is the singing saw or musical saw. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. As soon as Kim said this, I was like, what? I was like, 
I've seen people playing this on the streets of New York and on the streets of various countries in Europe. It's just a handsaw that's used as a musical instrument, and it's capable of certain things that create an, like kind of an ethereal tone. It's, it's kind of an interesting sound that it makes. But there is a specific band and artist that Kim mentioned with this. She mentioned the band Neutral Milk Hotel, an American rock band that features deliberately low-quality sound and influenced by indie rock and psychedelic folk. And Kim actually likes that haunting and unique sound that the that the instrument brings to that song. I thought that was a very interesting answer, and I couldn't help but put your face on a piece of the album cover. That was all, the best I could do for uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. I love it. <laughs> I'm telling you out there, I thought, thought that was a really interesting discussion that you threw out there. Yeah, you got to check out the song. If for anybody who hasn't heard it, it, it really is, I'll tell you, the singing song makes the song because it's this really crazy melodic sort of like he's telling this tale and the singing saw sort of comes in but it has this really strange weird sound that it adds to the music it's just it's really incredible so i i had to think of something interesting for you so i was like singing saw that's the one <laughs> you absolutely delivered kim thank you so much for being here great to have you on the show thank you Come- Coming up next week for you guys, we're going to be talking to my buddy Jason Peist, owner of Jason Peist Architect, your mom and pop design shop. How many architects do you guys know out there who were retained to rebuild an entire island after a tropical storm? Well, you tune in next week on Friday, 11 a.m., talkradio.myc. You'll hear from an architect who was retained to do just that. He's going to talk with us about design-based architecture. Until then, thank you for joining me and Kim here on Always Friday today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We'll see you next week after Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus, everybody. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. 
Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 